This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Well, you know the what that cavalry, means. <laughs> the cavalry is coming. And with us today on Friday, uh, Good Friday, is uh, Larry Kudlow, one of the country's, the world's greatest economists. How are you, Larry? I'm good, John. Just good. The cavalry um, is coming, Larry. The cavalry is coming. Uh, it can't be fast enough for me. By the way, I don't know if you got into it in your discussion of Twitter with uh, Dick Morris. But they put up, the board has put up one of these poison pills. Did you cover that? Uh, no, uh, we covered it in the fuller interview, not in the tidbit. Uh, they did put put up a, uh, a poison pill. And uh, tell us, what do you think is going to happen with that? Well, I think, you know, I think the shareholders are going to be furious. It's a typical defensive position by a board that is under siege, uh, the so-called limited duration shareholder rights. And it, it gives uh, it gives shareholders a right uh, to buy stock at a discounted price. But the point is, before Elon Musk came around, the price was discounted. That was the problem. Besides the free speech issue, the stock had been falling for months and months and months uh, because Twitter had been ridiculed and you know because people have criticized him. I mean, I am a thousand percent in favor of Elon Musk taking it over. He's a free speech advocate. Uh, I think the world is a guy. I think he's kind of a genius, actually. But we will see. They, you know, Morgan Stanley is the banker. Uh, Elon's challenge here, I think, John, and this is going to go for a while, is to persuade other large shareholders. Uh, for example, Elliott Management is going to have to persuade them. He's going to have to persuade ARCS Management uh, and probably Silver Hill management. It's he's got to get show people he can raise the cash. He's gonna to have to leverage quite a bit. He's gonna to have to leverage off of his own uh individual shareholdings. I mean he's worth a lot of money, obviously, two hundred and fifty or two hundred and sixty billion dollars, but he doesn't have the cash on hand. So he's gotta do that. But his offer, which is a forty percent premium, okay, is gonna be very enticing to a lot of shareholders. So that's the case he's going to have to make. He can construct a new business plan, which will make Twitter profitable again and get that share price back up again. So it's a complicated matter. It's probably going to, not going to play out for a while. I agree. And the price of the stock reflected it, uh, uh, you know, stay, staying at the 45 level. Um, uh, you think other people like Facebook and uh, uh, are going to panic over what's going on? Will the woke culture allow it to happen to switch over to Elon Musk? Well, you know, I, th I think they will. I think there is going to be some panic. I think there's already some panic. And I think Google, I think Facebook is probably the most vulnerable, John. And there's another case where their share price 
has fallen significantly, uh, going back many months, actually. So I think this is shot across the bow. I wouldn't be surprised if other free speech activist investors uh, got involved, whether it's with Twitter or Google or Facebook. I mean, people have had it up to their eyeballs in the idea of censoring conservative opinion, but just censoring in general. You know, we believe in free speech, the First Amendment, and Elon Musk has been a champion of free speech. So, yeah, I think this is going to trigger some high anxiety uh, in these other social media companies. And frankly, I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's long overdue. And you know what? I like the investor approach, John, a takeover approach. I don't like the government regulatory approach. I don't like the government breakup approach. I don't want to destroy these companies, and I don't want the government to be in charge. I mean, we have uh, the Decency Act, the Telecom Decency Act, uh, which was over 25 years ago. And you could go and you could have a repeal of the liability protections that they have, the so-called Section 230 of that Telecoms Act. But I don't want the government to run it. You know, even some Republican senators, I think, have just gone off the deep end on this. So I really like this investor approach. And Elon Musk is such a great champion. But he's got to raise the cash, and he's going to have to you know, persuade some of the large holders um, Paul Singer, for example, of Elliott Management, Kathy Woods of Arc Management, to go along. Now, they approve of him. You know, they like him. They approve of him. But it's, it's going to be a battle. Some of, the woke, some of the woke investment companies will fight on the other side. So this will be a Donnybrook. We had uh, a, a lot of good conversations last night at dinner. Uh, what else would you like to uh, tell well, the world? Yeah, the world. Um, you know, we're beaming, I, off, we're beaming off of a solar system now, sir. I know. <laughs> I know. The Larry Kudlow Show is broadcast throughout the solar system. Um, you know, I, I think the, the big economic story, and, and it's a difficult story, is the inflation story. And, you know, you had three very bad reports this past week, okay? Consumer price index up 8.5% year on year. Um, some people were trying to make a case that inside those numbers, there's a peak of inflation. I, I don't agree with that. And then we had the producer price index. That's the wholesale prices paid by companies. But they've been paying huge prices, and they pass the costs along because there's so much excessive inflationary money out there. So the PPI is up 11.2%. All right. And I think that's a harbinger of the future. And then finally, uh, later in the week, we got the import price index, which is often a leading indicator. And that thing, John, is up 12.5 percent. So we're in for a rough time. And I don't see any chance that this inflation is going to go away. I think it's going to take a couple of years you know, to even remotely get back to the Fed's percent target and here's another factoid from from the cpi john wages adjusted for inflation real wages are falling and they're falling a lot in the past 12 months real average hourly earnings are down almost three percent and real average weekly earnings are down 3.6 percent so the typical family the typical working family is being hurt significantly 
by this inflation. Wages are rising and jobs are rising. I think that's great. But inflation is rising faster. So people have, you know, less to spend and food prices are soaring. I mean, everything is soaring. Well, uh, like, like housing, shelter, cars, transportation, gasoline, health care, commodities, services. You go, you know, it's it's widespread. Like I advocated last night, the, the government, the White House has two choices. You can reduce the prices, price of oil to half, and you can bring down the price of food if you turned on North America on crude oil and bring uh, crude oil from 107 down to 55. Yeah, but— Or—I didn't finish. Sorry. Or— <laughs> You can allow them, or you can allow them to raise the price of interest rates to uh, higher and higher with the thirty-year bond, thirty-year uh, T-bill being uh, no, no, pardon me, the thirty-year mortgage being over five percent, and yeah. kill and 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 the White House will kill another industry or kill the housing industry. So those are the two choices. Well, well here's the thing. I agree with you about drill, drill, drill. We should open the spigots for oil and gas. We should open the spigots for new pipelines. And our production of LNG, which is the cleanest liquefied gas in the world, uh, would be a great help uh, for Europe. But also, by the way, if we opened the spigots and sold everything we could uh, for LNG to India, uh, or and or China, that would replace the dirty burning coal, which those countries rely on. In other words, if we open the spigots for uh, natural gas and liquefied natural gas exports around the world, we would do more to curb carbon emissions in these other countries, and we would you know help Europe get out from under the energy boot of Russia. So I'm with you on that. It's Absolutely, hundred percent. But let let me make another point though. This inflation problem is much greater than just energy. Yeah. And in fact, I will add to that food. I mean, what you're seeing now is the so-called core rates, excluding food and energy. I mean, the CPI is six and a half percent. The imports, excluding fuel, is seven and a half percent. And the PPI is 7%. So that tells you that the government is going to have to stop spending money and stop the deficit financing. And the Federal Reserve, which is probably going to have the biggest burden of this, they are going to have to become much more aggressive in curbing the uh, money supply. So uh, this story, uh, you know, I, I think you're seeing the bond market. You mentioned mortgage rates, and I think you're right. That's going to be a threat to housing over time. But I think um, the, the, the entire bond market is in a transition phase because the Fed has been holding down long-term rates uh, actually for a long time, actually for about 15 years. But in this latest episode, the last couple of years, now that the Fed will gradually uh, relinquish the hold on long-term rates. Those rates have to adjust to the prevailing inflation trend. They just have to. That's what market forces do. And, um, and that's, you know, 
we're in for a, a strong multi-year bout of stagflation, I think, where the basic inflation rate is, is going to be 5 6% at a minimum, at a minimum. And as I said earlier, I'm not sure this uh, round has peaked yet. And the economy can grow, but it will grow sluggishly, like 2%. And that's the classic definition of stagflation. And that's not the position you want to be in. You just don't want to be in there. Agreed. So, Larry know, Kudlow, we're out of time. But this discussion, but this discussion will continue. Uh, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for our country and continue to speak out for our country. And God bless you. Have a happy Easter. And God bless you America. Too. Thank you. Happy Easter. Take care. The cavalry is coming. And, uh, well, Larry just left. So He left <laughs> with the cavalry. <laughs> the cavalry escorted, come, come escorted back. him back to Connecticut. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, yes, Judge. I have to tell you something. Tell I, us. Tell us. This is very important. I watched Biden get up there at the White House and say that 70% of the inflation problem is because of Putin. How do you deal could with the White worse. House? He could have said there was Trump's problem. No, but how do you, <laughs> how do you deal with an issue when, when the denying reality well, is much a further problem? 70% of the inflation that exists right now was there before the war even yeah. started. Now, no, I'll tell you the, the worst problem. If, even if the cavalry comes in. And changes Congress, even if it changes the Senate, Biden still runs the energy policy. Biden will still say, well, we're not going to buy anything from North America. Still is going to buy from uh, those crooks over there. And you heard Dr. Oz. He said we have over 200 years of natural gas and it's clean. It's and Canada has 100 years. It's so unbelievable. I also have another question. Maybe we'll answer it when we come back about how was BLM able to buy that $6 million mansion? And why did they pay over asking? What, laundering money. They're laundering money. So because I wanted to ask the attorneys, how were they able to do that? How were they I able to take well, let's donations? Take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk some more. Okay. 